Welcome back. This is a two-part episode all about how to set your 2019, how do I how I do my 2019 goal planning, what I'm doing differently this year, and to make sure that you stop setting goals that you never accomplish. So if you haven't already listened to part one, go back and do that first. Um, but if you've already listened to part one of this episode, again, this is raw, uncut, uncut live footage um, that... I'm just breaking down everything and being uber transparent about this process. So if you're ready to learn, now that you've identified your top three priorities um, and you're trying to work through how to clarify what your gap is, this episode is going to break that down in granular detail. So make sure that you have a notebook, pen and paper ready because you will be taking notes and enjoy this episode. So how you identify your gap, the first thing I want you to do, or the first thing, I I don't say I want you to do it, I'm going to invite you to do this. The first thing I invite you to do is first recall your past, okay? I want you to think about a time in your life where you were super successful, where you felt like, girl, I am crushing it, can't nobody tell me nothing, like you got the Sierra song, like level up, level up level up, level up, level up, like you just, you out here crunk, out here can't nobody tell you nothing. I want you to think about a time in your life when you were killing it, when you felt like you had everything together, when you felt like you were moving and like progressing and strike, you were doing everything, you were on fire, like you were just, it was a full on situation in your life. Does something come to mind for you? And if the answer to that question is yes, that means that you already had the success in you. You already have the greatness in you. You already have the, 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 the habits and the willpower. to. If you've been successful at another time in your life, and I don't care if it was even in another category or another area of your life, but if you were operating out of a space of self-integrity where you were doing what you were said you were going to do, you were... You know, people were recognizing you, you were striving, you felt phenomenal, you were confident, you were moving and you were shaking and nothing could stop you. Um, If you already have experienced that in your life, that means that you already, the greatness is already in you. There's nothing new that you need to go do. Okay. And what I mean by that is sometimes in life, um, we can get to a point where we start to move away from the things that brought us a lot of success. Like we can move away from the habits and the characteristic traits and um, the things that we did that really fully served us because life happens. You know, I know for me, as I've been growing in my business at the beginning, I was running and operating because uh, I didn't know what the standard was. You know, I wasn't constantly comparing myself. I wasn't constantly judging myself against what I saw other people doing. I had this like childlike, carefree freedom to my movement that, um, uh, uh, really positioned me to be very successful in the very beginning. But as I got more sucked into this online marketing world and got more sucked into who the best people are, who the best people aren't, who's at the top of their game, I started comparing myself. And I started looking for this external validation on the things that I needed to do, which pulled me away from the things that, like the the core elements of what made me successful, successful in the first place. And and I'm not sure if you can maybe relate to that or maybe relate to that in some capacity, but if you've already been successful um, or felt like you were just thriving in one area of your life, I want you to go back and look at what were the things that you were doing back then. 
you know? Like I know for me, I was calling every student when they enrolled in my program. I was doing intentional outreach. I was sliding in people's DMs. I was um, responding to every single comment on every video I made, and regardless if it was two people who watched or a thousand. Um, I was sending emails out to my list regularly and giving people an opportunity to have the dialogue and have the communication with me. Like, and then I would read and respond to every one of their emails. Um, I was going live like two to three times a week on Facebook. Um, I was constantly putting myself out there and constantly making sure that my voice was heard. I was, you know, like, and for you, you probably can think of the things that you were doing when you were like maybe when you first got started and you had all this fire up under you or when you really felt like you were gaining momentum and moving and then i want you to identify what were those things that you were doing back then that you are no longer doing consistently and write those things down okay like it is this may take some time it probably should this should take you some time like 30 minutes to an hour of just reflecting of thinking of looking back of, you know, for me, I actually went back and scrolled through my Facebook page because um, Facebook is like where a lot of my interaction takes place. So I went back and like looked at what were the things that I was doing back then. You know, I was in Facebook groups regularly, just engaging in conversation, like adding value, solving other people's problems. You know, I wasn't, you know, so fixated on I can't share this much or I can't give away the juice here or that's too much for me to share for free. I was just giving of myself. I was just serving. Right. What were those things that you were doing during that time period? And um, how were you spending your time back then? What used to work that you are no longer doing anymore? OK, I just want you to jot those things down and write those things down. I think so often we are so ready to figure out what new thing we need to go do or what new thing we need to add. But in actuality, it's just going back to the basics. You know, in the very beginning of my business, every time that I think about when I made the largest financial leap or the biggest growth in my business, I was I was never um, alone. Meaning, in the sense, I always I was in a coach. I had a coach, or I was in a coaching program. DIY courses don't really work that well for me, um, in the sense that it's just like video content and there's no live interaction. Um, or no other human interaction. Um, the biggest times in my business where I've had the largest financial leaps, I was working with a coach um, and, and in a group, and really in a, in a community container. In the sense that if I was in a coaching program, there may, be a, there may have been content or curriculum, um, but there, the instructor was active in the group and there was a you know, group coaching call so I could learn from other people's perspectives. Those are the times that I grew the most. And, and then it's like, you know, I look at um, the times in my business where I stagnated or stalled. I'm just talking numbers right now. Um, those are the times where I was not in a coaching program. I was not receiving that support. So for me, I, when I look back at the moments where I felt most successful and I was gaining the most momentum, like that is a, a, a something that constantly comes up. And that's why for me now in my business, like having support is a non-negotiable. Right. Making sure that I'm spending the time to find the right type of investment for me um, is really important. And that's like on the business front in the sense of working with experts who have already done what it is that I want to do in the way that I want to do it or the way that I believe um, that's in alignment with the, the lifestyle I want to have and investing in that. But it's also on a personal level. Like I know for me, moving into 2019, um, therapy and counseling is on is on my list. Um, from a personal perspective, because I know as I'm growing in my business, all of these 
um, inner challenges are creeping up which are holding me back from being able to soar further than where I am right now. So I know that like, I think so much, I, at least for me, I can be so fixated on what I need to do in my business that sometimes I can lose sight of what I need to do for Jerisha, like personally to fuel me and to make sure that I'm showing up um, the absolute best I can so I can serve my community and serve the people, you know, God has called my way in my best, you know, to the best of my capabilities. So like that's something that's really important for me in 2019. Um, so just again, I want you guys to just recall your past and identify what were the things that you were doing? How are you spending your time? Who was in your life? Who was not in your life? Uh, I can clearly recall the times where I was most successful. Um, there were certain individuals or certain people who had certain characteristics who were not present, who were not taking up my energy, who were not draining my energy. Um, just take some time to really reflect on that. And once you've nailed that down, then the part two of how to identify your gap is how do you identify where I want you to identify where you are not operating in a space of self-integrity. Okay. So what I mean by that, and um, self-integrity is a really great concept that I think all of us need to get better at, but it's really the, are you doing what you say you're going to do? You know, how often are you breaking promises to yourself? Like, really think about that. How often are you telling yourself that you're going to do something and then you don't do it? How often are you breaking um, integrity with yourself? And this is really, really important to think about um, because that is now something that is, is, is fueling and feeding our subconscious. And what I mean by that is think about like you have this inner being, okay? Um, and this inner being, you keep telling this inner being that, hey girl, yeah girl, it's a new year, I'm about to get lit, my, I'm about to get, um, you know, get my summer body ready, uh, I'm about to grow my business. I'm about to cut my debt down. Like I'm about to do what I have to do to make this year the best. And then the next day happens and you're like eating the honey bun. Um, the next day happens, you go rack up another thousand dollars worth of debt. Um, the next day happens and um, you know, you're choosing, like you're literally choosing all the decisions that are counterintuitive to the thing that you just made the commitment to yourself about. So what happens to that inner being? What happens to your subconscious? Your subconscious stops believing your conscious, your conscious, your subconscious stops trusting the words that come out of your mouth and be like, all right, girl, yeah, I hear you. We'll be good for the next like 48 hours. After that, you're going to go back to normal. And you're, you literally start to train your subconscious to not believe you anymore. And it's really important for us to recognize where we have done that. Um, and I know a practice that I do is like, I will apologize to my inner self. I will apologize to my subconscious and like start to reconcile that relationship because our subconscious drives about 90% of the actions that we take. Okay. And if we are constantly operating in a, in a space of, um, of a lack of self-integrity where we're constantly breaking promises with ourselves, our subconscious is going to default to that rather than support us in where it is that we want to go. So what I mean by that is I just want you to identify where are you self-sabotaging? What behaviors, what habits, what excuses, what actions are you taking or not taking that are self-sabotaging to where it is that you want to go? What actions, what activities, what, like I said, excuses, what behaviors are you exemplifying or not exemplifying that are not in alignment with the level of self-integrity that you desire to have? 
And I want you to literally start writing those things down. And if nothing comes to mind, like observe your actions over the next 24 hours. You already kind of know what like you want to be doing right now. When are you going through the day and you're, you're, you are about to make a decision that is count that you know does not serve the thing that it is that you want to achieve? When are you making a day that goes against what success would do? Right? Like what are, what are you doing that goes against the person that it is that you want to be? And start literally like taking in, taking self inventory of what those things are. Cause once you identify what those self sabotaging behaviors are, or those limiting beliefs, it may be a thought. Maybe you're constantly telling yourself like, girl, that's too big. I can't have that. I know a big one for me is, um, gosh, I do not want to say this, but I'm going to say it. Like I've, and this came up on a coaching call um, with my services at Stella Alumni Students, where as black women, we feel this need for external validation and permission at a larger capacity. And it's like, we don't even know who we're looking for validation from. We don't even know who we're looking for permission from, but we feel this sense of just automatic, like, um, uh, what's it called? Like this inferiority, like we're, we are just not enough. And that's something that I've struggled with through corporate and, and something that I currently struggle with now in the online, in, in building my business. Um, I, I mean, there's a lot of systematic reasons I can probably like drill out as to why we feel this way or why I personally feel this way. But I think just us living as a double minority, being a woman and then being a woman of color, there's just different hurdles and challenges that I think a lot of us can probably relate to. Um, and I know that that's been a huge self-sabotaging behavior. And I know there's a ton of behaviors that come along with it that I can, I can, I can totally pinpoint as to like where it's slowing down my progress. And that's something that I'm really big on working on. Like I'm trying, you know, I'm working on what are the tools that I need to stop, to stop thinking that just because I'm a woman or that I'm a woman of color, that I am not enough. Like this is getting me emotional, but, um, that's something I think I really struggle with on a deep level. And I think when I'm constantly in corporate, like I was constantly walking in rooms where I was the only one. I was constantly, I'm grateful because I, I at least had a seat at the table. You know, I had access. I had so many privileges, but you look around and like you're, the, you're constantly the only one. Or you get into this online space, really in any industry you're probably in, um, there's a huge lack of representation of women who look like you. And I know that that is something that I struggle with, like constantly looking for external validation. When I have an idea, my first, my first reaction is let me go see who else is doing this so I can validate that my idea is good enough. Um, or I, to go get permission to say if they've done it, okay, then that means I now can do it and then now I can go do it better than them. Um, that's something that I know is a huge self-sabotaging behavior that, you know, or imposter syndrome, if that's what you want to call it, that I know is slowing down my momentum. Um, and then it's just like, you know, so why, so at least for me, and now I identify what that habit is, or identify what that thought is. And then it's like, what's the truth? Right? So, so many of us, we, we will make these thoughts um, and behaviors, and we will start to conceptualize them as fact, um, when in actuality, they are not. Um, you know, and it's just like when I look at the other end, it's like, what is the real truth? And when we really get to the truth of it all, like, you know, I'm co-heirs with Christ. Like, I need to st stop looking for approval and permission and validation 
um, from individuals who have nothing to do with my source. Like, you know, my only thing, I, like I should be looking for my authority from him, like from God and, and nothing else. And so it's just like, and, and that's been, um, that's just part of the process. So you need to identify what that limiting thing is and re really legitimately start to rewire the way that you think about that thing and really get clear on what the truth is, right? Like we are all co-heirs with Christ, you know? You know, I'm a Jesus girl, whatever your beliefs are, we're here for everyone. Um, but if you're also a God girl or a Jesus girl, like we need to remind ourselves of that, like where our real authority comes from. Um, where like, you know, that God does not call the qualified, he qualifies the called and he uses our weaknesses and our damaged areas or whatever it is that we have. He uses that as the thing that truly is going to like birth the blessing. So it, it's really reshaping that perspective. So we need to, like, again, identify where we're not in a space of self-integrity and then on the counter end of that, we need to identify what we need to do or what we need to stop doing to combat those habits and behaviors. Okay. So I, I know that we just talked about a lot. We talked about the three seasons um, that I'd say pretty much anybody in the first three to five years of the business are experiencing. So before you even really start goal playing, I want you to identify what season of business that you're even in. What is that current season look like for you? And based off that season, that's what should drive your focus um, from there. We need to stop setting goals that we hope to obtain, but rather identify the priorities that need to become non-negotiables. And then we need to get clear on what our, what that gap is between where we are right now and where it is that we need to be. And we talked about the two things that you guys need to do to identify that gap. Because um, once, you, once you know where you want to go and once you identify what the gap is, then it's like as you're setting your goals and setting your priorities and positioning yourself to actually obtain and, and um, receive those priorities and achieve those priorities, you can make better decisions on where you need to be spending your time, on what you need to be giving your attention to, on where you need to be making investments, um, on anything like that. So I really, really hope this was helpful. Um, if this was, like, definitely share this with a friend that you think that this will be helpful with too. Um, share this on social media. Definitely, you know, tag me on Instagram um, in your stories and let me know. I, I want to know what your goals are. Uh, I want to know what you decided that your priorities are gonna are gonna be. Um, so share those things with me, and I cannot wait to hear from you guys.